go ahead, shake that jar of sprinkles and celebrate your role as a mom. I'm Stephanie Fleece. And I'm Michelle Fortin with City Mom Collective. And our hope is that this podcast brings a smile to your face, a skip to your step, and a sprinkle or two to your mundane. This is Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood, a podcast by City Mom Collective. This is episode 64 of Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood. Today, we're discussing a topic every single person listening can relate to, skin. Yeah, hopefully, Steph, our listeners all have skin. Not yeah, let's hope so. Scales or something. <laughs> but if you do, that's great. Good for you. I don't know if this information will be helpful, though. Yeah, well, we're going to talk about skin cancer, sunburns, aging. We are covering it all in SPF. 80 today. <laughs> Good one. Um, well, Steph, you are naturally pretty tan. I'm actually really jealous of your skin tone. Have you, um, is that from sun exposure? Or, like, have you ever had a skin cancer scare? You know, I have not had a skin cancer scare, uh, knock on wood. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think my complexion is just generally tan. And I will say, like, we are out in the sun a decent amount uh, in the summer months with SPF 80 on, of course. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Awesome. Well, living in Arizona, my uh, like my parents' age group, my in-laws that age group are constantly going into the dermatologist, and my they say that they're getting their barnacles scraped off. Oh gosh, <laughs> so many little skin cancer spots. It's just I haven't had personally had a scare yet, thankfully, but that's uh, that's something that I know is probably coming. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, statistics show that 20% of Americans will develop skin cancer, uh, according to the Skin Cancer Foundation. So that's one in five. Mm -hmm. And let's be honest, like a lot of families have five people in their household. So that's one person in a lot of households. Yeah, for sure. And two people die of skin cancer every hour. Mm. And in the U.S., more than 9,500 people are diagnosed with skin cancer every day. Yeah. Well, a mom in our sisterhood is counted in those unfortunate statistics. And she wrote about it in our sister site, Des Moines Mom. Yeah, and this mom is okay now, thankfully, but she wants to use her story to help others. You can check out her whole story through the link in our show notes, but here are some important takeaways that she wants you to know. So first, make it a regular habit to check your skin, just like you check your chest uh, for lumps monthly. Make sure to check your back, between your toes, your behind, and your armpits. (laughs) Check everything. Look for spots on your skin that are asymmetrical, have ragged edges, a diameter larger larger than six millimeters or a spot that has changed shape, size, or color. If you aren't sure it's skin cancer, get to see a dermatologist. Early detection can save your life. Avoid tanning beds. Find shade, especially during peak sunlight hours. Apply sunscreen regularly. We're going to talk more about sunscreen in just a few minutes. Avoid getting sunburned. Wear protective clothing. Rash guard swimsuits can help protect your skin. And don't forget to protect your eyes, too, by wearing UV protective sunglasses and a hat that will protect your scalp and face. So clearly, her dermatologist played a huge role in her diagnosis and recovery. She found hers by asking friends for a recommendation. You can also ask your family doctor for a referral, but do double check your insurance to make sure your dermatologist is in your network. Yeah, for sure. And we will absolutely link to that article on our sister site um, in case you're wanting to read a little bit more about that um, fellow mama's story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and dermatologists, it's important. Um, my husband, I, I need to be better about this, but he sees a dermatologist yearly. We are 
very, very, very white and mole, have lots of moles. <laughs> and so they need to be checked. And I've sent pictures of moles that I think are changing to my doctor, just out of an abundance of caution. Everything's always looked normal, but it always is good to get that double checked if there's any kind of question mark in your mind. Okay, Michelle, can I please share um, a friend's story of going to the dermatologist just for humor's sake? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> this friend shall remain nameless because... <laughs> Um, I actually have not asked for her approval to share this story, but she's anonymous. So like, it's just for humor's sake. Uh, She has this hilarious story about going to the dermatologist and not realizing really like what happens there. And so when she was asked, she was going to do a, she didn't realize she was going to do a full body scan um, and she was going into work um, that like following the appointment. And so she, you know, strips down And she's like, I was wearing like kind of black lacy underwear and a black bra. Uh, And I had she had her black pumps on to go to work. (laughs) And so she strips down with the hospital gown on. And she's like, I don't I shouldn't take off my shoes (laughs) because because the floor is nasty. So she's sitting there with her pumps on. Waiting for the doctor to come in. And after the, after he does the screen, it was a gentleman doctor. Um, he she said, you know, I'm so sorry about my pumps. I didn't know what to do. And he go and he the doctor legit said, Yeah, I don't know about <laughs> I was like, oh, note to self, man. wear granny panties and yes. like <laughs> Tennis shoes or something yes. or like Birkenstocks. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> so funny. It's so funny how awkward we feel with doctors, but they've probably seen so much weirder. So much oh, I'm sure. But she was just like, I mean, I looked like a stripper. Right, underneath. right. I was like, that's probably her husband's dream, like wearing like a little robe. Her- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Oh I just my was like, I love I've, that. Gotta, I've got to run with this story. I love, I wish it was so your funny. story stuff though, because I, I like picturing you in that situation. It's just, that sounds Great. It would be so, oh, <laughs> no, I just will tell the wonderful wild world of podcasting about her story. That's so, so funny. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> we all know that sunscreen is one of the most effective ways to protect our skin. Um, but have you been in a drugstore recently, Steph? I know you just did a Target um, drive up pickup yep. before this. You were <laughs> yes. um, But even on the Target app or online or you walk into an aisle in a drugstore and there are uh, a lot of options. Yeah, there are so many options. Well, good thing our friends over at Colorado Springs Mom Collective have a super informational post called Don't Feel the Burn, Decoding the Not-So-Straightforward Sunscreen Label. And all the moms raise up their hands because they're like, we do, it doesn't make any sense. Please translate. (laughs) Yes. So first, this writer breaks down the abbreviation overload situations. UVA, UVB, SPF. (laughs) So UVA and UVB are ultraviolet A and ultraviolet B light. So UVA has a longer wavelength and is associated with skin aging. UVB has a shorter wavelength and is associated with sunburns. But both contribute to the development of various skin cancers. Super informational, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So let's talk about SPF. So SPF stands for sun protection factor. Never knew that. That's interesting. Yeah, I didn't. 
I didn't either. And describes how well a sunscreen protects from UVB light, not to be confused with UVA light. Oh my gosh. <laughs> right? This is a lot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so the number that follows indicates how much UVB light a certain sunscreen can filter. So keep in mind, so the UVB light is the shorter wavelength and is associated with sunburns. So SPF is protecting you from that wavelength UVB. And then again, the number after your SPF indicates how much of that light a certain sunscreen can filter. Okay. Interesting, right? Mm -hmm. Well, here's some more information. So the writer who is a physician, by the way, (laughs) also gives us some shopping tips. So listen in. Um, first, one of the most important words to look for are broad spectrum, Mm -hmm. uh, broad spectrum sunscreens offer protection from both UVA and UVB rays. So remember SPF only describes or, um, takes care of the UVB. Right. Which is the no sunburn and the UVA is the aging one. Right. So I want broad spectrum. So you want your broad (laughs) spectrum. Yes. (laughs) So after you spot the broad spectrum, uh, then you examine the SPF number. Uh, Experts do most consistently recommend using SPF 30. Okay. However, SPF 15 does not mean you're getting half the protection. So while SPF 15 filters 93% of the sun's UVB rays, SPF filters 97 SPF percent. 30 filter. 30 yeah. sorry okay yeah. yes got it i know are you following me i am following you so this it's really i mean not that much of a difference no yeah okay right right um but the reality is no sunscreen filters out 100 percent. okay okay so uh you know it's hard because i think especially as moms i'll, I'll be the first to admit that like Oftentimes, I'll buy the higher SPF yeah. numbers. Like right, I'll for, buy, I would buy it SPF a million. I'd be like, give it all to me. <laughs> yes. But they do. I mean, it does create a false sense of security in some ways mm-hmm. because the higher SPF doesn't necessarily extend, like doesn't make extended sun exposure right. without reapplication. Okay. So, so confession, I, I always thought, and I feel really silly saying this, that the number meant how long you had to reapply. So, like, if you had 15, you had to reply, apply it every 15 minutes. Oh. 30 every 30 minutes, 80 every 80 minutes. That's what I thought. So, this is really informative. <laughs> well, it's informative to me, too, because I just didn't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just would buy. I actually, naturally, I think I would always buy over SPF 30, but, you know. Yeah. I, I've always bought, like, 60 or higher, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. And well, then the broad yeah. spectrum, I think that's what I buy. I got to go look at my look at my bottles now. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Well, the writer does go on to say that reapplication should occur every two hours regardless. Okay. Okay. So um, here are some other suggestions. So they say to look for products with zinc oxide or Mm -hmm. titanium dioxide. Um, These are physical sunscreens. The physical sunscreens work like a shield sitting on top of your skin and deflecting sun rays. So Mm -hmm. uh, there are different, these are different from the chemical sunscreens. Um, which absorb sun rays similar to a sponge. So, oh, okay. I want yeah. the I want the the physical shield. That sounds yes. better. Yes, for <laughs> sure. Uh, and then, last but certainly not least, uh, find a water resistant sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Uh, water resistance measures the amount of time that the SPF level stays effective while wet. So maybe that's part of what you were that's naturally probably, thinking yeah. about. Yeah, that's yeah. probably why. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Steph. That makes me feel better. Huh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
Well, um, the water resistant sunscreens, it does um, share that they're usually designated as either 40 minutes or 80 minutes and how long you um, can not guarantee, but the sunscreen remains effective um, in that period of time. So um, and then if you're wearing while you're dry, a water resistant sunscreen, uh, reapply every two hours. Mm -hmm. But however, if wet, reapply according to the 40 or 80 minute designation. Awesome. Woof. Oh my everybody, gosh. Everybody need, possibly needed to pause that and get a second cup of coffee. I know, right? So recap, get broad spectrum. Yep. Physical sunscreen and reapply at least every two hours if not more. That's all we need yes. to do. And if you're in the water, you need to re- reapply more often than the two hour rule. Right, right. But minimum yeah. two hours. Yes, awesome. for sure. Good information. Very good it. information. Okay. Um, well, obviously, sun, sunblock is going to help us prevent skin cancer. and No one wants skin cancer, but that is not the only issue with your skin in the sun, right? There's also mm-hmm. this little thing that I am in particular dealing with right now called aging. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all inevitable. I know. Moms, we are all aging, mm-hmm. uh, but we can slow down the process by how we protect our skin in the sun. Yeah, about 90% of skin aging is actually caused by the sun. So sun damage is cumulative with only about 23% of lifetime exposure happening by the age of 18. Uh, and the American Academy of Dermatology Association lists 11 ways to protect your skin against premature aging. And here are a couple of their suggestions. Uh, the first one, protect your skin from the sun. Keep it easy out. Easy enough. Just, we talked about it. That's easy. <laughs> um, another Thanks, one. Dermatology Association. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just don't ever see the sun. <laughs> Live in a hole. Done. <laughs> in a hole. Totally done. <laughs> well, here's a more practical suggestion uh, to seek shade uh, and wear sun protective clothing. Uh, and then another suggestion of which we just spoke about is use sunscreen SPF 30 or higher every day on areas of the body not covered by clothing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Other suggestions include using a self-tanner rather than using sun rays to get your bronze and applying a facial moisturizer every day. Ooh, let's talk about self-tanner for a minute. Yeah. There's a great post about that on Albuquerque Mom that we'll get to in a second. But first, Steph, I know you're naturally kind of tan, but do you ever self-tan? I do. I have a couple different ways that I use self-tanner. Yeah. Like How about a, you? Um, yeah, I do actually. I I like to go get a good spray tan, yeah, um, or self apply at home. So let well let me let's read these tips from Albuquerque Mom, and then we can discuss if if we have anything to add. Let's do it. Okay. So first, they say to prepare your skin by shaving your legs and exfoliating because sunless tanner can soak into dry patches on your skin and turn those areas too dark. So you want to give yourself a good exfoliation with a loofah, um, or maybe a get like a sugar scrub or something like that. Mm-hmm. So after showering, uh, apply thick lotion to any dry spots that forms a barrier and prevents that spot from soaking up too much sunless tanner. Most of these sunless tanners come in a lotion or a mousse form, and you want to rub that all over your body just how you would with lotion, but try to apply it evenly. A tanning mitt helps with even application and keeps you from tanning the palms of your hands. If you want a natural-looking tan, focus more lotion on areas the sun actually hits your body. And then blend a small amount into other areas like the underside of your arms and your armpits. Apply sparingly to the tops of your hands and feet as these areas seem to soak up a lot of the tanner and get really dark. Mm -hmm. Follow the instructions in your bottle for how long to let it develop, often six to eight hours. You can apply the tanner before bed and then rinse it off when you shower in the morning. 
And when you shower, the brown color guard in the lotion will wash away and reveal the tan underneath. Um, and it will look, look less, less streaky. So when you first do it, um, there is kind of accumulation of like the tanning stuff that kind of looks streaky, but that, that does um, rinse off. Um, and it won't run up, rub off on your clothes and it gradually wears away in about a week. Those are great yeah. tips. Yeah, those are totally great tips. So I sometimes will get the spray tan. Um, that is awkward, oh, by the way. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're somebody that gets anxious, well, generally speaking, I don't think anyone loves signing up for getting a spray tan in mm-hmm. front of a stranger and being practically naked, yep. except for their paper n- underwear, nasty paper underwear yep. that you're like, this is so gross. <laughs> <laughs> I I do that oftentimes before I go on a, you know, beach vacation in the winter when my skin color is just definitely white. Uh, However, I use the Isle of Paradise uh, tanning drops. Oh, yes, that's right. You told us about this once. And I I forgot about this. Yeah. And you use them every day or something. So I, I mean, in the summer, I don't, um, but yeah, I will largely just put like, and what's different about this type of tanning, um, you know, self tanner is that it's a clear drop that you put with your own lotion. Uh, and I will just do one drop in my face lotion and I'll just spread it all around my decollege and my, you know, face. Yeah. It's I love that. Awesome. Isn't that what it's called? Word. Yes, it is. I just, it's just very fancy. <laughs> I, I, I brought my fancy language to the conversation. What's the brand <laughs> name of much. that again? It's Isle of Paradise. And we'll definitely link it in our show notes because yes. I tell people about it all the time. I was gifted it for my birthday uh, a couple of years ago. And I don't think I'll ever buy anything else again. Okay. I love yeah. It. Definitely send me the link. I want to try that. I'd forgotten about that one. I use Saint Tropez. Oh, yes. Uh, self, and I've um, used that before. Yeah. Yeah. Self-tanner. And it's, it's, more, it's more expensive uh, than... Yeah the ones at the drugstore, I get it at Ulta. I think you can order mm-hmm. on Amazon too. We'll link to it. But it's, um, it's, I think it's worth it to spend a little bit more money because then you get a much nicer, more natural looking tan. And I yep. did also invest in the mitt um, yep. that to rub it in because that also um, yep. helps. But I, I do love a good spray tan. Um, and I think that would be my preferred method over doing it myself. Um, yeah. And so I have a funny story. So I, I needed, and I usually get them um, also before an event. Yeah. If I'm going to be wearing like a, you know, dresser and I just, my legs look better with the tan. So if I'm going to be wearing a skirt or something for an event, I'll, I'll get that. Sure. But yeah. I, um, or like when I do video shoots or photo shoots or something and I went, I got a group on for a local place to get a spray tan and I went oh, in no, to redeem it. already going to be bad. <laughs> I mean, I love a good group on, but not for a self tanner place. I know, right. And so I go in and, uh. And I was just thinking every spray tan I've ever had has been like you stand in the room and the gal comes in and you have this awkward conversation as you're standing naked in front of her and she's like up in your, you know, business doing her thing. And um, no, I like the gal takes me back and she's like, okay, like here it is. Have fun. And it was like a self thing, like a machine, like on the friends. (laughs) But it rots. (laughs) Sprayed herself twice in the face. And I was like, I'd never done that before. And it was. It, but it turned out great, and there wasn't that awkward interaction with the uh, you know the person up in your business. So anyway, but it worked out fine. But it was very confusing there for a minute because I didn't know what button to push. I was very scared I was going to have a Ross moment. <laughs> oh lordy, yeah. So Here, here's the deal. We're talking about skin health. Do not got by a dermatologist appointment on Groupon. 
<laughs> do not buy a spray tan appointment yeah. on Groupon. Yeah. Don't even buy suntan lotion on Groupon. Just avoid Groupon. Definitely in the skin not. health. You know what? <laughs> Cheers to Groupon. I really like Groupon, but maybe not for those things. No. So, okay. So here's the deal. We've been given the sun kind of a bad rap in this episode, mm-hmm. um, but there is a lot of really good things that it offers, like vitamin D. Yes. Vitamin D is crucial for bone health and immunity, and a lack of it has been correlated with an increased risk of skin cancer, cardiovascular problems, diabetes, blood clots, and fractures. Yeah, so we will look link to a great post about this from our Houston Moms uh, site in our show notes. Uh, it was written by another mom physician, and you'll understand why it's crucial to have a bit of sun exposure and or supplement some vitamin D into your diet, but not too much. Yes, because actually that can lead, lead to depression or fatigue. So got to have yeah. a balance. <laughs> yes, yes. Moms, we do know that you have a lot on your plate, um, but don't forget to always be protecting your skin and make it a priority. Yes. And make sure you teach your kids while they're young the importance of skincare. So show them by example. Yes. Well, unfortunately, sunscreen with sprinkles doesn't exist yet. Yet. Uh, yet. Yet. We come up with a lot of really um, great ideas for using sprinkles and things. We this sure episode. do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but, Suntan lotion with sprinkles though. That just does not sound. No, anyway. it doesn't. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we, uh, we do encourage you to think about using a good quality broad spectrum sunscreen um, as the sprinkle on your summer. And of course, don't forget to just add sprinkles. For show notes and more information on this episode of Just Add Sprinkles Celebrating Motherhood, please visit momcollective.com. There you can find more information on our topic, our guest, and our host, Stephanie Fleece. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to give a review wherever you listen to podcasts so we can keep encouraging moms to celebrate motherhood and just add sprinkles.